Hello? Hello? Yep. Nobody move. Okay, no one's moving. (laughs) I can hear through two ears. (laughs) It was just, I could only hear through one, which is very off-putting to me. Sorry. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Technical difficulties all around. All around. Um, But, you know, we've had our friend James Malin in here. Our unofficial producer. Um, Our unofficial Stephen, if you will. Yep. Um, He definitely wants to be Stephen style part of the podcast. He's really trying. I believe. He's pushing very hard to be involved. He's in the group, actually. Do you know what I think it is? But he doesn't listen to the podcast. No. But I know he's in the group. Well, I went to tag him and then his profile literally has the little grey face, like the Facebook default. And I was like... Who has a – what kind of chaotic energy is yeah, it to have a disturbing. Facebook? Yeah, that's disturbing. Just put like a famous person or something. Anything. Like other weirdos Anything. Do. Put Take a selfie, even though <laughs> you know I hate selfies and they really creep me out. Take a selfie of yourself in your bathroom and put it up. Anything. Anything. But the weird blank, blank, scary man. Facebook. That's so weird. Thing. It's like when you had MySpace and you kept Tom. Yeah. It's like don't keep Tom. What? It was like you were trying to be different or like trying to say I'm better than – you because I don't care but then you just but you still have my space so you still you care you may as well care you may as well go all in yeah anyway I knew he was in the group because he said something to our boss mm. about watching Line of Duty <laughs> and you were like I know and where you goes, got that idea well from. he goes he actually said oh I started watching it because Joyce was going on about it in the group I'm like I go on about it in the podcast actually which you know if you bothered <laughs> to listen to it like your dad who's a huge fan yeah. Hi, um, Malin's dad. Hello. But yeah, line of duty update because I know everyone cares. Yeah. Finish the four seasons that are on Netflix. Fuck. That was quick because you only finished season three like yeah. on the weekend. So we basically smashed through I feel I like need to we start did it. five start episodes it. of – there's only six episodes, but okay. they're long because yeah. you know, it's British. There's yeah. only six episodes a season. And we did like the majority of it on Sunday and then we we're like, okay, we don't need to finish it all today. Let's like – leave the last episode to Monday ah, or Tuesday or like a little treat. So we just finished it. It was not the best, but I told Suzanne in the group that I would issue a correction mm. because in the last episode, <laughs> I say that she said season three was the best season of TV ever. Yeah. And I said, mm. yeah. <laughs> and then it was. Oh. <laughs> so I told her I'd issue a correction in this episode. <laughs> An official apology. <laughs> she was right. It's amazing. Season four, eh, was great, but it's not the level of brilliance of season I'm one, so intrigued two and three. because you're telling me things, but yeah. it's all very top line information. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, definitely don't. I'm going to start it maybe this weekend. Oh I needed God, a new please. show because I started season four of Outlander, which is one of my fave shows. Oh, the horny. Horny. Yeah. The horny Highlanders. Yeah. And fucking Jamie can get it anyway, oh, anytime, anywhere he wants. Hot. But he's not as hot as an old guy. Like he is, but I just, I've lost Oh, he's the, old like, in it now. I don't, I've never watched well, it. Well, I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler, but basically seasons one and two and yeah, seasons one and two. Yeah. Uh, they're like young and hot and like, you know, yeah, sexy everywhere. And then it, it kind of jumps a couple of decades oh. at one point. And I'm not going to tell you any more information, but basically it means that they're like older. And the funny thing is, is <laughs> old that people fucking. like all they do is like make, give them a slightly more aged looking faces, but not really. So they're yeah. still sexy and yeah. hot, but then they talk all the time about like, like 
Claire will be like, oh, I don't know if you're attracted to my elderly body. And it's like, can you just not talk about it? Because actually you're really hot. Yeah. And like, obviously that's probably a real insecurity that you would have. As but I just don't need lady. to hear it because I've actually just forgotten that you're old. And again, yeah. you're just young. And hot. also we're just watching it so that you guys will get naked and fuck each other. Exactly. So stop talking about how you don't want to do that because yes. you're old. It's really off-putting. Yeah. It's a bit of a boner kill. It's a real boner killer. I mean, like, look, I'm not disrespecting people that have body issues in the bedroom because you know i get it i'm mm. sure that would we've happen all as been you get, there we've all been there no one's boobs are perky anymore in this room and, <laughs> you know, like, i guess it's more like i don't need it in my tv show thank yeah you very much. it's tv f- is escapism exactly so you don't need to then because then you might be sitting there thinking about your own <laughs> insecurities yeah. and you're like no i came here to just watch Two hot people get it on. I mean, I don't even have a hot person to get it on with. <laughs> so it's like I would just like all of these issues to be put yeah. aside so I can completely live a fantasy yeah. through this TV show Everybody where I am shut Claire up and fuck, basically. And I'm really hot. Yeah. That's me in my mind. Anyway, she's still really hot too, which is the other issue is it's like you're talking like this. Yeah, but then you're, you're really offended. hot. <laughs> so I'm like, what what am I, chopped liver now? <laughs> this is why I watch Line of Duty when no one's hot. I know. I've said this before. Actually, Kate, one of the characters. She had really bad hair for three seasons and in season four she has long hair ah. and she definitely is a lot hotter. Yeah. Definitely not like plain anymore. Um, so I also retract that statement where I said – You've had to retract <laughs> They're a lot. all ugly. You've had to really retract most things. I said they were most plain. Things. Um, I started watching Outlander and they didn't fuck quick enough for me. Mm. I think I got through two episodes. And then someone's like, oh, in episode three they have sex for four hours or whatever. And I'm well, like, eh. I'm not really in it for the fucking. I like the – overly dramatic the melodramatic romance story yes it's very like like i mean firstly we've gone back hundreds and hundreds of years so there's your first bit of Mm -hmm. fantasy life Mm -hmm. you know but then also it's like i just think and the and the way that they put it is that sort of this simpler life of highlanders who are always trying to like people are trying to kill them all the time and then you just got this hot guy but he's (laughs) like a bit of a warrior but he's also smart and seems to ridiculously understand very complex modern concepts <laughs> like respecting women even though he like has literally back, yeah he literally <laughs> miraculously seems to understand these yeah. things and it's a bit ridiculous but you know it's mainly a, for the Claire and Jamie love story mm. which I love mm. and I mean he's just really a draw card but anyway this is a really long offside about a show that yeah. you know some of you probably like but most of you don't really care for well maybe you will now. I would like talked some, about it. some truckies or like some real like outback guys in our group. Yep, who some of love our Outlander to come talk yep. to me. Anyone that's sort of a really unlikely <laughs> Outlander fan. You don't have to be a guy. You can be yep. a woman too. But just anyone that. Yep. Your whole lifestyle does not lend itself <laughs> to liking Outlander. I want to hear from you if yes. you can just tell me in the group. Outlander fans, tell us in the Ooh, group. Oh, we've got news. Well, I'll quickly because we always forget to do this. The group that we refer to <laughs> is our Facebook group. A Lozzy Mystery Hour podcast on Facebook. Search it. Join it. There's over 7,500 people in there now. It's a bit chaotic, but in a fun way. We talk about Line of Duty. We're going to talk about Outlander now. Yeah, we <laughs> Anything are. we mention on here suddenly becomes a thing in exactly. there. Exactly. So it's not all true crime, but there's a lot of true crime in there. What were you going to say, Mel? No, you tell it. You tell Why? it. Why? Why am I, I just saying you it? tell it? Oh I don't God. know. Okay. <laughs> you tell half of it. Which half? This half? Uh, whatever half you want or to. this half? You choose. miming things okay it's not that mel is pregnant that would be insane (laughs) okay i'm gonna tell this part okay um after a long 
time of people asking and requesting and politely wondering. We're finally getting together some merch. There will be t-shirts, guys. T-shirts. T-shirts. We've designed three. Mm -hmm. We're not telling you what they are yet. No. But soon they'll be available for pre-order. So if you want them, you can fucking snap them up. All three of them. Yeah. I mean, I am going to. I'm definitely getting all three (laughs) of them. Um, So that's super exciting. And then they'll also be available to buy at our two new live shows before Josie pops out a baby. (laughs) So we're going to do two live shows. We're doing another Sydney and we're coming to you, Melbourne. Melbourne, we're coming at you because you love us. Like we've actually looked at the stats and (laughs) our biggest listenership I don't want to say there. fan base because it could be people hate listening to us. It could be. But there's a lot of listeners in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of Melbourne people have patiently been waiting for us to come. So we're coming. And we would have loved to go everywhere else. But Brisbane's on the next. I'm like Canberra. about to pop this thing out. Yeah. Guys, so we had so. to, we had to like, you know, we had to basically go, what are our two bigger li- biggest listenerships? Mm, yeah. It was Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. So doing it again. TBC on location, but we're pretty sure we know where it's going to be. So the news on that will probably be out next week. Yes. And it'll be early December vibes. Yep. So if you're getting invited to Christmas parties and things, just Say be like no. TBC because yeah. there's something more important yes. that I have to lock away first. Free alcohol from your <laughs> company? No. No. We want to go and pay money to go listen a to us talk amount shit. of money to see <laughs> Josie and Mel talk yeah. about mysteries. Um, so that's our really exciting news. Mm-hmm. Merch, T-shirts. And live shows. So you can, you'll also be able to buy the shirts at the live shows, which is just amazing. It is. I, I can't mean. believe that we've managed <laughs> to get this shit actually happening because we yes. are very, I wouldn't say we're disorganized. We just have a lot of external irritating things that impede on our favorite thing, which is doing the podcast. Yeah. Like we have a whole other job. And like Josie's <laughs> got this baby. I've got this and annoying baby growing inside me. I've got. Well, I mean, I don't have nothing. I really just, <laughs> I, I drink. <laughs> I actually had a sip of Mel's wine before because it looks so good. Guys, don't judge me. It was. I'm it a was, wino. I said to her to have one because it was a delicious, it was a, you know, a very basic bitch um, oh. Oyster Bay. Oh. But how good is an Oyster Bay? It's like, you know what? It's like when people podcast, are like, oh, King Island. I, my new favorite cheese, PS guys, just oh, to, yes. as a segue, side, side note. Mm. King Island. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise Bay cheddar. Fuck oh, me up. Okay. With your, oh. I can eat cheddar. Okay, Surprise Bay, you will I'll have, be surprised. You're, yeah, <laughs> you will be surprised. I'll be shocked at how good I it is. I want you to message me a video of you eating it mm-hmm. so that you prove. I'm going to get some too for tonight. I'm just going to sit Where do you home. get it? Anywhere, like any fucking oh, shop. So it's, it's just, just like, the, it's the basic bitch of right. King Island. But it's so surprise good. Surprise Bay cheddar. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my mate's coming to stay and we might do a cheese plate. Yeah. And that's the only one I can eat. Yeah. And just <laughs> so over 10 just, surprise bay cheddar. <laughs> I'll just eat that like an apple. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oyster Bay is amazing. And it was like ice cold. It was. And it was white wine, which is my It was my weakness. weakness. And I told her to do it. And it was kind of glinting it. in the sunlight. You were kind of standing mm-hmm. near that window and I was yeah. like drooling. You were like, just have a sip. Mm-hmm. And guys, I don't regret it. And nah. the baby's fine. Okay. The baby's fine. It was the tiniest sip. It's not like she said sip, but she actually glugged <laughs> the whole cup. I, I saw it happen. I cup. <laughs> um, I need to tell one scary story. Which oh, I've, yes. I've been waiting for this all week. I have um, withheld because I wanted to tell it. In this format. Yeah. So it's actually, I'm going to dunk on Julian for a bit. Okay. So I, and I know 
there's probably people in the group that did the same thing. <laughs> I like to listen to podcasts like all over the house. Yeah. doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll be like cooking dinner and I haven't finished it. So then after dinner, when I have a shower, I take it in there. So I've got like crime junkie or whatever is happening. And I've figured out a way to make it really loud. <laughs> it's to put it against the shower screen so it like amplifies. Oh, yeah. Anyway, fine. That's what I do at a normal time of day. That's my thing. So then the other night, Julian went to a concert <laughs> and then, I don't know, I went to sleep. I had Leroy the cat kind of like under one arm. We're sleeping, minding our own business. Suddenly I wake up to like the sounds of men talking and a shower running. And I'm like, you know, when you're disoriented, you're like, is it morning? Yeah. Um, have I been asleep for five minutes? I'm like, Julian's home, but who are those men talking? <laughs> and he was like... Had done my thing of listening to a podcast in the shower amplified it oh my god <laughs> at 1 30 in the morning yeah and it was a footy podcast so it's two blokes being like <laughs> what do you think about that team or whatever and i'm just like you fucking idiot and he came into the room all like trying to be quiet i'm like i don't know why you're trying to be quiet you just woke me up <laughs> and he was like sorry i was just like listening to a podcast i'm like yeah i know at 1 30 in the morning like yeah. he was just drunk and thought it was fine but i've had a heaps of trouble sleeping baby fun so I was like tried to get to sleep after that couldn't and I've been advised to like not panic and just do something else like Mm -hmm. read a book listen to a podcast so I went out to the lounge decided to sleep there because he was snoring and I had like murder squad on (laughs) fell back asleep with Leroy and then I woke up again really suddenly at like 4 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm like I've been doing that where I just wake up and I'm not sure what's woken me. Yeah. And then I heard a man's voice <gasps> outside in the hallway, like mm-hmm. in the apartment building, which is quite echoey because it's not carpeted. It's mm-hmm. just like tile. Yeah. And I swear I heard a man going, hello. No. And I was just like, <laughs> just like lay there like really still. And it kind of sounded like my neighbor. So I wasn't super scared. But then I, as I like thought about it more, I was scared. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, why is someone going hello? At 4.30 in the and morning. And it was kind of like, hello, like a bit kind of angry. or Yeah. And I was just like, I kept going back to bed. I was so freaked out. And then I woke up at six with a leg cramp. I was like, this is not my night. Oh, clearly. I was like, I thought the leg cramp was connected to the man. <laughs> no. And I was like, where's this going? No, but there was a man outside going hello. That is weird. It was super weird. It's always like those things. I I feel like I go, when I hear people tell me those stories, mm. I'm like, no, that was probably just your neighbor and he's probably drunk and maybe, maybe he was on the phone yeah. or like whatever. Yes, maybe he was but on the phone. But <laughs> then when you're in the scenario, yeah, it's it was, fucked. It was weird and it was almost like the more I thought about it, the more it scared me. Yeah. And then like, you is think he that, in the house? And then you're like, a door is very flimsy. Yeah. He and just Julian kick it leaves down. it unlocked sometimes. <gasps> no. I would so never go and look, ever. He does that thing where he's like doing laundry and the laundry's downstairs. So he just like flicks oh the God. lock. Julian? Oh. I mean, dunking on him is valid right now. Can he get his shit together? I know. Ben, that we that's co-hosted yeah. this before, guest yeah. hosted, called him a tremendous dumbass the other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did something else annoying. But I um. Yeah, I, and then I started thinking, like, oh my God, Julian leaves the door unlocked sometimes. Like, are there – I always just think, oh, it's a pretty safe building. Like, Yeah. But, like, are there people just roaming around at 4.30? Like, <laughs> and he's left the door open. Yeah. So then I was just overthinking it way too much and went back to my safe bed snoring Julian, who I could have punched because I was so mad at him. Um, that's my mildly freaky story about that my building. That is freaky. Um. Wow, we've really crapped on today. We really have. 
Okay, so this case I probably should have saved for the live show because it's quite zesty and spicy and oh, short. Well, we yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the live shows were so up in the air until like I, know. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. So well, yeah, this probably would have been good, but I'm doing it now. It's done. Well, you know what? Fuck yeah! It's Friday, <laughs> and I'm yeah. excited. Friday. I'm doing an old-timey one. I love old... You know what? I'm so on an old-timey bender. Yeah. At the I'm I really feel like we've done them. a few. Yeah, because you can fucking roast the shit out of yeah. them. And also, there's something really fun about ye olde, like, yeah. behavior. It's just weird. <laughs> Everyone does fucking weird oh, shit all the so time. There's so much weird shit in this story. And, like, it's just like everyone was just... There were no rules. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was just living their lives really wildly. Yeah. Um... Anyway, I'm doing the pajama girl murder. Oh yeah, I forgot what you were doing, and yeah. now I've remembered. It's quite famous. Like I'd heard of it, but I didn't know the details. Yeah. Um, some credits. A great article which everyone should read on Medium by Pauline Montagna, October 2017. Unsolvedtruecrime.com, which is a website I've just found and obviously will be frequenting. Yeah. Um, by Tams and Francis. January 2019, at Daily Telegraph True Crime Australia. You know those long reads they do? I love which are, like, them. Visually really cool. Yeah. So that's just staff writers. So, I mean, that's a bit rude. Rude. You could have just put four read. writers down. I like, know. Just don't write they their deserve fucking that? names, you dicks. <laughs> um, July 2018. There's a Reddit post in the subreddit, um, Unresolved Mysteries. I love subreddit. Yeah, entitled The Girl with the Dragon Pajamas. And a blog spot called The Pajama Girl Project. So they were all very helpful. Oh, and of course, Wikipedia. I've written in caps. Sweet so Wikipedia. I got a lot from Wikipedia. Love you, Wikipedia. Okay. So we're in 1934. Okay. Old timey. I love how old timey for us is like 1800 to like 1960. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was going to say 1970. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Okay. So it's September the 1st. Mm-hmm. A young farmer named Tom Griffith... Mm-hmm. No doubt I've written here, an old-timey hunk with incredible oh, thighs. Ab- and really tanned <laughs> biceps and like he's outside. bristly blonde. I don't know why I'm like being such a little horny fuck right now, but like a little bristly beard and a bit of a moustache. Yeah, moustache. Curly hair. He wears like a Sun older cobra. Yeah. And he's leading. He actually is doing you're this. Like, so I'm not shutting, just... I love that you're shutting down my like <laughs> my really long tangent of what well, he Well, no, like. it's because it sounded like I was going off on this whole scenario. He's leading a bull down the road. Oh, but he actually was leading God. a bull down the road. That is fab. Um, you know, using his powerful legs and to his take biceps. him and his bicep <laughs> to guide the bull <laughs> in Splitters Creek, which is near Albury. Such an easy geographical Josie moment. On the border of New South Wales and Queensland. Oh, fuck yeah. How fucking easy is that? Albury? Yeah. Isn't that Albury, Wodonga? Yeah. So Albury's one You said part. Queensland. Victoria and New South Wales. <laughs> Victoria and New South Wales. That was so good where you were just like, it's an easy, <laughs> easy. moment. Sorry, Victoria and New South yeah. Wales. So he's minding his own business, walking this prize bull yeah. along How Long Road. When suddenly he smelled the strong smell of kerosene. Oh, I thought you were going to say of death. And I was like, ew. No, kerosene. But he was like, that's weird. That is weird. Because he was just like on I'm a road. What's his name again? Tom. I'm with you, Tom. It's Tom Griffith. I was going to say Tom. Yeah. It's such a like pleasantly wholesome he sounds name. Hot. hot but nice. Yeah. I didn't look up a picture of him. So we, we can, can imagine. Later. We can look it up we later. We can imagine all we want. <laughs> It'd be bad if he was not what we Like knobbly pictured. and like... <laughs> Toothy or something. Yeah. yeah like no sad. teeth. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I feel like toothy would be worse than no teeth. <laughs> One tooth? You know, like too many teeth in your mouth. Yeah. I had I say this as someone who had too many teeth in her mouth and then I got a whole bunch removed when I got braces. Really? Yeah, they fucking like rip all your teeth out with braces. Well, that's braces, not true. But no one ripped my teeth yeah, out. Yeah, see it. It's not at all accurate. It was just me. You just went to like a demon orthodontist. Yeah. Had like a charlatan. Like preying on children, collecting their teeth for his own nefarious. He's got like a whole bunch. You know that my orthodontist this is a very tiny segue. Mm. My orthodontist won an award for how bad my teeth were and how bad a patient I was. <laughs> he was won like, an award. He basically won an award because I was such a terrible patient. I never did anything he asked. And right. he still managed to he turn still... my teeth from being shit to good. Oh, wow. And literally the, the basis of him winning it was that I was such a difficult patient. Did you have patient. to like give a speech? No, he <laughs> just absolutely roasted me mercilessly right. okay. at whatever the conference he went to. <laughs> And just basically like, this girl did nothing. Because he, the only reason I knew was that he said, oh, I won an award for your teeth. And he gave, I think he gave my mom like, like the sort of like pamphlet, like of oh, yeah. why he won. And the mom was like, um. You're like insulting my child. <laughs> You're just like shit at all my child. But also she is a little shit. So mm. it's fine. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so Tom Griffith, Tom, he smelled kerosene. He smelled kerosene. And he doesn't have heaps of teeth in his mouth. No, he's got a normal amount of teeth. Yeah. Um, very nice. Not overly straight. Because no. he's a farmer. No, and but he, he makes up for that. it with his tan biceps and yeah. legs. Powerful um, legs. <laughs> so he stopped walking because it was a weird smell. Yeah. He looked around and he noticed something horrific. The body of a woman partially stuffed into a culvert. Now, obviously, oh, I had to look up what a yeah. culvert is. Doesn't sound good. It's not a great place as your final resting place. So, you know, like an old-timey road. Mm-hmm. And then there's like on the side of the road mm. – Running under the road is a drain. Oh, yes. And so on the side, there's like these circular holes. Yeah, they still have those. Yes. <laughs> I just like everything to be old-timey. I mean, I'm sure the old-timey well, ones yeah. are different. So but... I've got a photo of it. It's very old-timey. It's like made of bricks. Yeah. Um. So I'll put that pic in the group for context. Don't worry. The body's not there. It's just policemen kind of peering into it. Um. So her body had been concealed so that people driving wouldn't have been able to spot it. But he spotted it pretty easily. So like she was kind of like half in, half yeah. out. So the woman was partially burned, which oh, explains that the kerosene, kerosene smell. smell. Yep. And most notably, it was wearing these yellow and white Chinese silk pajamas with dragons printed oh. on them. Hence the name, the Pajama Girl. Mm-hmm. So obviously, old mate Tom immediately freaked out. I'm guessing I don't know anything else, <laughs> but um, no doubt he ran home on those powerful legs and contacted the police, who descended on the scene. According to the Medium article, the medical examiner attending the scene found that the body was wrapped in a hessian bag and a towel was wrapped around her head, which had been badly beaten. The cause of death was ultimately put down to those head injuries, though the examiner also found a small caliber bullet lodged in her throat. It's weird. Yeah. The same Medium article reports that a witness told police they'd seen flames in the area in the early hours of August 29. But then there was a night of heavy rain, which explains why maybe she was only partially burned, yeah. like it went out. Police believe she'd been killed elsewhere with How Long Road just used as a dump site for her body. Yeah. The article makes the point that whoever dumped the body might have been in a hurry because they could have actually put her further within the culvert mm. um, and concealed her completely. Mm. And then maybe Tom Griffith, beautiful Tom Griffith, mm-hmm. would never have seen her. But then I was thinking maybe... 
they did put her all the way in. But then with that heavy rain, maybe there was water oh, that dislodged yeah, her. Yeah, that would make sense if it's a rain water. Yeah, I don't know. Culvert. I don't know what the culverts What do culverts do? Was. No one knows. <laughs> the little wombats to walk underneath. Oh, the little babies to walk through. I'm imagining a fat one getting oh, stuck. Oh, and his little bum sticking out. His big like, square oh. ass. You know, they're, oh, I'm not going to go on my wombat facts mm-hmm. tangent. No facts, only wombat time. But their asses are oh, like... Oh, you go. You're going to do it anyway. <laughs> they're made like that so that they can protect their burrows. Oh, my God, from, cute. So they're meant to like stick their asses out of their burrows. And then it, like a dingo can fight the them all they want. And the dingo is like trying, but it's like hard. Yeah. They're so clever. They're so clever. Um, Sorry, I love them so much. She was only clad in the scraps of these burned pajamas and her face was mutilated so police couldn't figure out who she was. It's fucked. They even released these actually quite gross yeah. <laughs> photos of her face. Did you see them? Yes. Ooh. I might put them in the group, but I might put them at the end like of the album warning vibe, and be yeah. like, warning. So I yeah. think they kind of tried to like <laughs> fix her face up a bit, Ugh. but it's still gross. I don't like that. Um and they released, they circulated those. They didn't put them in the paper. They put sketches in the paper, mm. but they circulated those around to try in an effort to get her identified. All the medical examiner could provide was that she was between 20 and 30 years old, had a slim build, light brown hair and blue eyes. So the body was put on ice in Albury while investigators attempted to identify her. And then Unsolved True Crime says... Then it was put on public display Ew. in Sydney in no. an effort to get people to identify Why her. would you put it on? Why yeah. in Sydney? You're in Albury. That is so far away from Sydney. I don't know. That's um, so I wrote weird. here, what the fuck? And also <laughs> her face is like fucked now. Yeah. So I don't think we need to be putting her no. on display to be like, hey, do you know what this like beaten body yeah. is? People so, would just be like, thanks for so like weird. giving me nightmares my whole life. Um, With no purpose. And they made a cast of her face. Oh, for fuck's sake. What is this whole fucking (laughs) Rackman bullshit? (laughs) So it's not quite as creepy as Rackman's. It's up there though. I'll put it in the group. Um, And then they actually had her on display, I think, for like 10 years. What? Yeah. Are they fucking insane? (laughs) How did she not rot? They put her in formalin, which is like... Why? What? I don't know. It's really gross and weird. Why were police so weird back then? I don't know. Um, they were very committed to figuring out who she was. The, they even tracked down every woman under 40 who failed to vote in the federal election that was the weekend after. Oh, so they were like, that's smart. Yeah, um, but that didn't work because okay. then the list was really big. People weren't voting. It yep. is compulsory here. They should have. I hope they all got fines. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the media went nuts over it. Yeah. Because it was this zesty unsolved mystery. Yeah. Um, it became cool like, Chinese pajamas. Yeah, involved. it was like the girl in the dragon pajamas. It was unsolved. Obviously, her body lay in this bath of formalin, mm-hmm. and the Telegraph said it became a bit of a macabre tourist attraction. Yuck, so people would just go and look no, at it. I hate this. It's just so disrespectful to her. Like, yes. Also, just the whole thing. Don't put her on display. No. I don't think that's going to help your cause. I I'm very much. Really like that they're trying really hard. Yeah. I just think there's different ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Put the mask on display. Yep. That's fine. Put that mask everywhere. Don't put her whole fucking body. No. And then let people just come. And also, are you fucked people that mm. like, I'm sorry, I love true crime. I fucking love yep. murder, as we've said many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so fascinated by it. Mm. I'm still not going to go and like peep at like a dead fucking yeah. body for fun. Someone who's being murdered. That's fucked. But, like, have some weird shit. Remember in the... 
shark arm. They I was going to say, yeah. Go they did. look at this poor little fucking, well, not little, Sad big shark, shark in a little yeah. pool. The vomiting just shark. Just vomiting up limbs. Like, <sighs> there wasn't a lot to do in the 30s. Yeah, they weren't very woke either. <laughs> they didn't were have they? Netflix. They yeah. didn't have a line <laughs> of duty like, or outlet. Got to go look at dead bodies. So it's they all were you like, have to do. Oh, what should we do with the kids today, Don? Mm. I think we should take them maybe down to Sydney Uni to look at that dead body. That's where it was, <laughs> Sydney Uni. Oh, yeah. We'll go look at that again for the third time. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Wikipedia said her body was on public display until 1942. So, no, eight years. No. Hate it. Um, eight years? No. I just I don't did know. terrible maths. Whatever. Enough oh, years yeah, eight to years. be weird. Then in 1944... Uh, it was moved to police headquarters. Finally. That was 10 years after it had been discovered. Also, when is it going to get buried? When are you going to bury the woman, the poor woman? Just let her rest in peace. So a couple of names did come up during the investigation. One was Anna Philomena Morgan. And I'm thinking she was referred to commonly as Philomena because every article I read just called her that right. but didn't explain why? Why? Because it's a cool name. It's much cooler than Anna. No offense. To no offense to Anna's, Anna. but if your middle name was Philomena, <laughs> yeah. if you wouldn't go that, yeah, you definitely. If my go middle with name that. was Philomena, I'd go that. Um, we don't have middle names. I don't. Our yeah, we don't. So mean. We don't. Well, me actually, and Josie my don't parents have them. gave me a really long surname and figured mm. the torture could end there. Mine's a Greek thing. Apparently, Greeks don't really do middle names. Really? Yeah, I think so because my mom doesn't have a middle name. Right. Um, my dad does, but yeah, it was a. Gr- I think it's a Greek thing. Look, any Greeks in the group, come and tell me if I'm <laughs> wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's why we don't have middle names. I like it. It's very like confident. Like this is me. Yeah, I don't need a middle Melissa name. Melissa fucking Mason <laughs> would be my middle name. <laughs> Josie Cunt Rosenberg Clark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, sorry. Yeah. So okay. So she's now at the police headquarters, and yes. Anna Philomena, Philomena. has come up as a name. Um. So she left her mother's house in 1930 mm-hmm. and she strongly resembled the pyjama girl's facial reconstruction that was done by the police um, and the sketches and everything. Yep. After leaving her mum's house, she lived around Darlinghurst in inner city Sydney, which as we know in the 30s was all underbelly, fizzy, fizzy's revenge, fizzy's revenge. Yep, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was all gangs and yeah, like razor something. fabulous women that were like... Chilly. Tilly Delight or whatever. Tilly Divine. Tilly Divine. That's Tilly funny. Divine. They're all like, I don't know what you heard about me. <laughs> there it is. I told you I'd seen it every, every episode. Every episode. It's coming. It's going to just, we're just going to find a way. Um, so that was a bit of a wild place. Yeah. If you haven't watched Underbelly, it's not actually called Fizzy's Revenge. No, it's called Squizzy. Razor. Razor. And Squizzy. And Squizzy. Yeah. They're both about old timey gangs doing stuff. Um, they're great. That wasn't a very good great. review. So it's believed she was working as a sex worker and was being treated for syphilis as well. Oh, shit. Um, according to a few websites I visited, Philomena's mother said she was, quote, being kept by a married man. Oh. So we know that means he was paying her way and not actually physically keeping her no. in like a sex dungeon. Yeah. Um, so according to the Reddit post, cops actually ruled out that Pajama Girl was Philomena Morgan because they decided Philomena was another dead body that they found up in Queensland. And I mean Queensland, not Victoria. I'm not fucking up again. Actual actual Queensland. So not to go too much into it because it's like a whole other fucking mystery. But a woman named Jean Morris, which was widely believed to be an alias, was found stabbed to death 
1932, up in Queensland. She bore a resemblance to Philomena Morgan, who was a sex worker who had ties to the mafia up there. So it's another spicy case. Police decided that they were one and the same, even though an acquaintance of Philomena's testified in the Pajama Girl proceedings that they'd seen her in 1933, which was after Jean Morris was murdered. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's still a bit up in the air and Jean Morris's case remains officially unsolved. Wow, to so this that's day. another one for so us That's another do. one. Let's do Jean Morris. TBC on that. Um, so the other name that came up was Linda Agostini. So a bit about Linda. She, so she was born Florence Linda Platt and she mm. took – I would have taken Florence. You know, Florence, when, Florence for sure. Florence is more zesty. But I guess Linda Agostini sounds great. Yeah. Florence Agostini sounds better though. So Yeah. Anyway, Florence is a great name. It is a great name. I really like it. Maybe I'll put it on my baby name yeah. list. So she was born in London. She moved to New Zealand when she was 19 before settling in Sydney. She also lived in Darlinghurst and was a bit of a party girl, mm. frequenting jazz clubs and, as Wikipedia delicately puts it, entertaining young, attractive men. Fun. I've written here, get it, Linda, TBH. <laughs> um, so in 1930, she married an Italian bloke, which in 1930 – in Australia would have been known as an Italian bloke <laughs> um, named Antonio Agostini. Oh, he sounds hot. He wasn't. Oh, he I sounded said, really hot. I got photo. excited. I really felt the vibe between <laughs> them. You were like, like, yep, she, I'm going to write Linda an outlander style show Linda about is just relationship. Having a great time, but no. Okay. Um, he was a waiter at a bar called Romano's. But like with all these stories, the marriage was not a happy one. Mm-hmm. Um. Because she was so party, party. Yeah. <laughs> so she was basically, I'm laughing, but she was basically an alcoholic. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, oh, she's like, an alcoholic. Lol. <laughs> Go, Linda. Um, <laughs> so they actually moved, according to Wikipedia, they moved to Melbourne to get away from the party scene. The party, mm-hmm. her party, party friends yeah. here in Sydney. So in late August 1934, Linda disappeared mm. in Melbourne. Just a week later, Pajama Girl's body was found right. in Albury on the border of Victoria and New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Victoria and New South Wales. <laughs> Antonio was actually questioned in relation to her disappearance 10 months afterwards. And according to the Daily Telegraph, he said she'd left him and gone to work on a ship as a hairdresser. Mm, that sounds very much like a lie, Antonio. Yeah, they me. always like go and like do something else. Yeah, and it's always like, too many <laughs> details. Like, yeah. Why do you know all of that information um, about your estranged wife? I didn't actually listen to Teacher's Pet. But you know how he's like, she left and went up to thingy and just left the kids and me. Woe is me. It's like, "Mm." yeah. (laughs) Did that happen? Or did you kill her? Is she under a swimming pool? Yeah. This was despite several friends going to look at the body on display and telling police it resembled Linda. Like they actually went... That's how her name came up. Yeah. They were like, well, maybe this body on display thing wasn't the worst idea in the world. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe we're being very judgmental <laughs> of these poor policemen just trying to do their job. I've made a typo here and I put an N on the end of Antonio. So it Antonion. says, it says Ant, Ant Onion. Oh, Ant Onion. <laughs> Ant Onion, his Ant, new name. Ant Onion was working as a journo in Melbourne. But when World War II broke out, he was in, interned in an internment facility mm-hmm. for writing pro-fascist articles in the Italian newspaper. Oh, there you go. That is going to get you put in the internment Not cool, Ant An- Onion. I just think maybe don't do that maybe. in the middle of a war where Italy is the yeah. enemy. Just 
maybe don't write like we're pro-fascist. firmly like not fascist down be here. italian yeah just don't write pro-fascist <laughs> maybe talk about it to your friends secretly but don't publish that don't. where i just think that's going to get you in people trouble people can see and then it's you just can get thrown in <laughs> seems jail. a bit risky um after he was released in 1944 he moved back to sydney and he got his old job back at romano's so new south wales police commissioner william Mackay, McKay, I never Whatever. know. Whatever. I never know. I just don't care, to be honest. <laughs> McKay. It's their own that. fault for having. You've got a stupid a name that can go surname. two ways, and that's why no one cares. Like, don't have a surname that can go two ways. No. Like, you're not Melissa Masson. Like, oh, we all yes. know it's Mason. It has to be Mason. Just have one of those names. Yeah. Exactly. I, hate, I hate the confusion of Mackay, McKay. Um, so he was a regular visitor to Romano's, and he noticed that. When he went, Antonio seemed shifty, nervous, and uncomfortable. So he decided to haul him in for questioning over because he the seemed Linda shifty situation. Okay, I just can you haul people in for questioning just because they seem shifty? I well, don't his wife also had disappeared. Remember? Well, that's fair. So during the interview, Antonio broke down and confessed mm. oh. to killing his wife Linda. Well, fuck. According to Wikipedia, he said he'd accidentally shot her with his revolver during an argument. Bullshit. And panicked, driving her up to the border and dumping her body. He said he'd poured petrol on her and set it on fire. According to the Daily Telegraph article, he later explained away the head injuries as occurring when he was in the process of dumping her. He was like, oh, I think I might have dropped her. Right. Police apparently matched her dental records, so it all seemed like it was done and dusted. Yeah. Antonio Antonian was charged with Linda's murder and he went on trial. Um, the jury deliberated for two hours and gave him a sentence of manslaughter. Okay. For 10 years. So not I murder, I just don't think that you can accidentally shoot someone in an argument. Just going to put it out there. Yeah. Not really possible. You like, pull the fucking trigger, they're fucking dead. Well, apparently I read somewhere What, do you else, want to shoot her leg? But I forgot where I found it. But apparently he, he said he woke up to her having the gun against his uh, head. Okay. And then there was a struggle. Like a like a kerfuffle and then he shot and her it, accidentally trying to get it off himself. Okay. Allegedly. Mm. Um he was deported to Italy after serving just four years of that sentence. Okay. He remarried, he lived out his days in well, Sardinia. Fuck you and Aunt Onion. Yeah. Sounds he, where did very he live? pleasant. Where did he live? Sardinia. Fucking I've been to Sardinia. Fuck you. That's a great yeah. place to live. Mm-hmm. I hate this piece of shit. You killed your fucking wife well, and then you just go, okay, sorry, I've jumped ahead. You're up, well, okay, you've jumped ahead. Sorry. And you might be thinking, where's the mystery? Like, yeah, Josie, I was thinking that, Josie. I thought you'd sh- done a shifty on me. <laughs> no. This is all Aussie mystery hour, not all Aussie solved hour, thank all you. All Aussie solved hour, the end of episode. <laughs> he lived out his days in Sardinia. No, there's many, many people who believe the body was not Linda Agostini's. Well, then why is he saying that? I'm going to tell explain. me. Good. So... There's a bunch of holes in the case, okay. which unsolvedtruecrime.com did a really good job of listing them. So I'm giving them credit here. But then I also grabbed some from elsewhere. So the cause of death is a huge one. So the coroner had ruled that the massive head injuries had caused Pajama Girl's death. Yep. She'd been beaten, not the bullet wound in her throat. Right. But Antonio didn't mention those. Like He, was, he actually had to be prompted. About the head injuries. About the yeah. head injuries. And he just said... That that occurred when he was like moving yeah, the body that doesn't really like to completely disfigure her yeah. face. That's pretty fucking hard that you have to fall. Yeah, an expert said at the trial that they were vicious blows that could have only been made deliberately. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, number two, he said he'd used a revolver, but the gun used was actually a pistol. Mm. Now, that seems like it might be an easy mistake to make, but back in Italy, Antonio was in the military. So, so he'd he would know, know the difference. Yeah. Um, he also said he poured petrol on the body, but it was kerosene. I mean, that, mm, okay. Um, yeah, true, but. Another thing, yeah. according to Unsolved True Crime, he, when they asked like the route that he took yeah. to dump her body, it didn't match up to the route that he would have taken if he was, like he said that he took a right, but if it, he actually had dumped her where she was found, he would have just driven straight. Yeah. And then also the Medium article describes that his timing was all off. So he said that he shot her on August 27th and dumped her body that night. But the fire seen by the witnesses happened on August 29, two right. days later. Okay. Um, and the actual body had some really like key inconsistencies as well. So Pajama Girl's eyes were blue. Linda Agostini's were brown. Okay, that's a massive one. <laughs> that's a huge red flag right now. Linda was quite the busty lass. Okay. Pajama Girl's petite had small breasts. Okay, no. What the fuck yeah. is any of this right now? And then the dental thing was weird too. So the dentist that said, oh, the dental records match. Done, done deal. This is her. That wasn't her dentist. Her dentist actually didn't keep good records. Um, there were like not enough fillings and then they discovered miraculously two extra fillings. This is later. sounding very shifty. Mm -hmm. And a new dentist was the one who then made that match. Oh, a special new dentist mm -hmm. from the dentist farm. Yeah, we'll just Mr. grab a new dentist. one. This is Mr. Dentist. <laughs> he's a very good dentist. Yes, he'll do. Look at him. Doesn't he look dentisty? Yeah. <laughs> he knows he's what he's He's not a about. fake dentist. He's a real dentist. Um, Dr. Dentist McDentison. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Th Dent McDentison. <laughs> I need to quote the Medium <laughs> article because it made me laugh. I'm directly quoting them here. At the inquest, expert witnesses were able to convince the coroner that Linda's brown eyes could have turned blue after death. What? And that her breasts could have shrunk after being burnt, even though they could give no examples of either event <laughs> ever having happened before. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this Game of Thrones? Has, have, are they trying to convince us that she's turned into a yeah, fucking white walker? She's turned to, her eyes like immediately went blue. Yeah. And then, but then also her breasts shrunk <laughs> yeah. miraculously as well at the same time. Um, so this is what I mean. People were just running around in the old times. Just Saying not shit. Like adhering to any kind of rules <laughs> or, or anything, they were just, just like making being a dentist, just like loose cannons everywhere, just making up breast shrinking, making up these things that could happen after death. No. So like her body didn't even match. Well, fucking hell! You really held that one on. That was a very spicy tone. <laughs> I was like, well, where's this going? This is fucking Aunt Onion did it. Aunt obviously Onion, done deal. And then now it's like. Denty D McDentison has come in and he's like, I'm a dentist. I say this, but actually I'm not a dentist at all. I'm something. And so Anna Philomena Morgan's mother believed mm -hmm. Pajama Girl was her daughter, who was funnily enough, a blue eyed woman with small breasts. So that was Philomena. Right. So she even had a doctor on her side, a Sydney man named Dr. Palmer Benbow. That's okay. so made up. I'm yeah, sorry, that's really does. not a real person. So he claimed he'd examined the body extensively and that it was Philomena. He even found a local Aubrey girl named Lucy Collins who said she'd seen a girl being beaten at a place called Quinn's Shack. Dr. Benbow <laughs> claimed a piece of metal bedhead was the murder weapon and he drew up diagrams comparing photos of Philomena's face to that of Pajama Girl. But authorities like send him away. They dismissed yeah. all his claims. Off you go, Dr. Benbow. Shut up. Yeah, go away. <laughs> um, so that leads me into the next 
sus bit of the whole thing. So there's a lot of pressure on police. There was 10 years. It was unsolved. Yeah. And obviously the commissioner, Mackay, McKay. Who cares? The man at the top. The guy. um, That pressure was on him because he was the boss. So doesn't it seem a little convenient that he suddenly decided his waiter looked shifty one night? Yeah. Like you pointed out and decided to haul him in for questioning all of a sudden. Fucking does sound a bit... He sounds a bit shifty on McKay McKay, McKay. McKay's front, doesn't it? He sounds sus. And he is also the one that brought the dentist in. Oh. That made the, the dentist, match. The dentist, inverted commas. Denty McDentison. Yeah. Um, and that dental work was what led to it being declared as Linda Agostini. Fuck me up. Yep. And even as recently as 2004, mm. New South Wales police said they refused to open the case, reopen it, despite the possibility of fresh DNA evidence. What? Guys? Cover up. Cover, <laughs> it's a police cover up. Um, so that's it. Like to this day, many people believe no. it isn't Linda. It's not. But where the fuck's Linda? There's another question oh, for you. You can dispose people <laughs> in so many different ways. Exactly. So a lot of articles I read are like, yes, he probably killed her yes absolutely but it wasn't this body but they were like oh he killed her let's put this all together they nice vaguely little... match the yeah. same description yeah we're just gonna like yeah we'll yeah. join that up just tie, tie it, it up tie it together make it M- look mckay good. mckay he leant back in his chair at romano's foil that poo he lit up his cigar job yep. done Do- done but it. no it did it no no the foil comes unwrapped. The foil comes unwrapped and this is it. It's and a the fucking, poo is right there. It's a fucking mess. Like it didn't even look like her. <laughs> it's just so bad. It didn't at all. But it's ofi- like officially in official yeah, records. But that's so dumb because obviously just look at it normally and go, mm, maybe this official record is fucking yeah. bogus. But they refuse to reopen it because they could probably <sighs> test. Yeah. Well, I don't know what state the body's in. They ended up finally fucking burying her. They, they gave her like a state burial or whatever, like the state paid for it. Um, but I don't know if she was cremated or if they left her body where they could, um, what's the word? Exhume it yeah. and take some DNA and like maybe try and match it. Yeah. But they're just like, nope, no, no, no. <laughs> That's done. That's solved. It's ridiculous. It's so sus. So sus. It's really sus. And then it's like, where's Philomena? <laughs> what happened to um, Jean Morris? Yep. Where's old mate yeah linda and who's pajama girls like four mysteries in one really is it's a real mystery smorgasbord but what's the reason why would they be doing a cover-up i think they just wanted it wanted solved because it, solved. it was, it was not so highly publicized it seems weird that he kind of admitted to everything but then had to be coaxed yeah on some stuff like yes. it feels like he old mate onion man onion man would need to be involved yeah. In the cover up. Well, another thing I noticed was he only got manslaughter ten yeah. years, and, and he only served four years. Yeah. And then they were like, "Off Little you deal go on the side, back to Italy." Yeah, off you go. That's so what you, I was you killed your actual wife. You're admitting to that. Yeah. Um. So you just but, say this few things, yeah. and then we'll just give you four years, and then you can go. Yeah. And you can live your life in Sardinia. I've never been. It sounds delightful. Yeah. With your new wife. He yep. lived, but that's fucked. He killed his fucking wife. Yeah, he did, guys. Um, Be a better police they, force. Yeah, they just wanted it to neatly work out. They're definitely shifty. I'm, I'm one million percent sus on McKay. Yeah, who cares? There was like a lot more, like a lot more, like deep political. Like apparently, he said he didn't know him at all outside of Romano's, but he actually did know of him because he had to like accept people 
coming back into New South Wales that had been interred for interned being fascists. So So he knew about it. He knew that history. And he also had like an assault conviction like from Italy or but she never said he was violent. That wasn't the problem in their marriage. Yeah. That he was a violent person. But I think they brought it up at the trial that he had this assault thing and to try and get it over the line. Yeah. It's like we just want to get this guy done for this murder so that we can wrap it up so we don't look like fucking idiots. Yeah, like we sold that one, tick. And that case was like specifically assigned to Mackay McKay's like remit in 1938. So he had it for a while and it just wasn't getting solved. This is making me look bad. And he didn't want to look bad. So I don't also don't want to look bad ever, but I'm also not going to pretend someone else killed someone to make sure that I keep my job. It's just a giant just stitch a, up, isn't an it? Idea. I just Classic feel bad stitch up from McKay. Because it's like we've talked about these women were sex workers. Well, yeah. One of the two of them were, Jean yeah. and um, Philomena. So it's like, oh, we can just kind of stitch all this up together. Oh, and yeah. No one will care. No one. That's knows. a very common thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. With sex work and people of color and, and yeah. just general minorities and mm-hmm. people in inverted commas, dangerous jobs because the danger is that people don't fucking give a shit when you die, not the actual And even like the mom and the friends were like, no, we saw her like after that. No, no, she died in Queensland. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. They just wouldn't listen. Or to Dr. Ben Bow. Oh, no, that's not when the police – I was like, there was also that whole period of like hectic police corruption, but that was like the 90s, wasn't it? Well, (laughs) if you watch Line of Duty, you'll know that All the time. (laughs) Constant corruption every – In London in a fictional show. Every minute. So, yeah, look, it's short. It's zesty. It's spicy. it is. But it's honestly baffling. I mean, I think what we can say here is fuck the – 1930s police. Yep. Like, we could do an old-timey version of fuck the police. Yeah, but with 1930 on the end. Like, <laughs> fuck the police. 1930. I'm not as good as at you at it. I'm not as good as you wow. at it. Wow. You've only had... I know. I sound a bit drunk, that don't I? I've been very zesty this episode, but anyway. Um, um, oh, yes. Reminder. Reminder. That not that you've forgotten. No. You definitely haven't. Keep an eye on the Instagram and yes. the Facebook because yep. we'll announce on there. We'll put all the details up. We just wanted to give you like a heads up so you could get hyped. Yeah. And get ready. Get and fucking like, psyched. Like if you wanted to like spend, you know, buy your lunch every day next week, for example, maybe don't. Put that aside. Put that aside. To buy t-shirts that yep. say all Aussie Start Mystery Start asking mum and dad for <laughs> all Mystery Hour t-shirts. I don't know. I still ask mum and dad for fucking presents. <laughs> dad will go every single fucking year. He's like... He's, he's like, do you just want money for Christmas? And I'm like, Dad. Oh, Christmas. I thought you just meant in general. Oh, like, ask mum and dad no. to buy you a shirt. Oh, my God, no. I'm not. I mean, yes, I am, actually. I still <laughs> borrow money off mum and dad to this day. Me too. As a 33-year-old woman. But, um, you know, yeah. Ask for, for, for Christmas. Christmas presents. Great um, Christmas gift idea. fucking going to be all of my family's or Christmas presents are going to be Just buy there. them for everyone that you yeah. know. Just buy 20 shirts. And give them to everyone Buy people for shirts that, uh, and they don't even they listen. Don't listen. They don't listen to podcasts at all. And they're they just like, know. why have you? They're like your 80-year-old nan. Yeah. And they're like old-timey. She probably was around. And she's like, thank you for this then. horrible <laughs> gift, you <laughs> shitty, shitty child. But just do it because we want you to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Um, merch and live shows. Hell yeah. Remember those things. Look out for them. We'll be announcing all the details at a later date. We will. But that's it. Bye. Bye.